is the third episode of Down with the Robinson. We are so excited about this podcast. During this podcast, we want to share our journey with Down syndrome and how it's completely changed our lives. We are here to spread awareness, information, and make an impact and ultimately give back to the community that has given us so much. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm here, as always, with my wife, Amber. Hello. And today, our episode is going to be about a lot of the resources that are out there for our kids with Down syndrome. Uh, A lot of the stuff that we kind of had to find through, and and Amber will go over a lot of this. I'm, I'm really blessed because she's taken the reins with a lot of this stuff as a special needs mom there was a lot of different groups that she was a part of that helped uh give give us this information and we wanted to forward this to you uh one thing that i noticed that i wanted to kind of touch on first was there's a lot less dad groups out there that i've noticed than there are mom groups definitely and that's something we've talked about lately with some of the moms was how i think it would be good for all the dads to get together because you know, this is a big part of your guys' life and journey too. And I think it's good to get together to talk about the ups and the downs that come with it. And so maybe you could start a dad's group. I like it. (laughs) I'm in. I think that it, you know, it's interesting. I think with, with the dads that I've talked to, whenever we get together, it's, it's always, you know, really positive. And, and, but I think that we don't, we get together and, and we hang out. There's nothing really mentioned about right. Down it's Syndrome. It's about football and, and you know, beer and yep, all the good Exactly. Stuff. And so it's funny because I think that we could, you know, I don't know if guys aren't super emotional most of the time about this stuff, but I think that having a group um, and just meeting, you know, with guys that, and it might be during a football game and hanging out, but we can have some of those discussions about how, um, how we handled stuff and, and kind of, especially new dads, because I think that that's uh, like, we kind of talked about last episode with the, the athletics and stuff. I think you always, I think dads always kind of have this, like what we talked about, have a little bit more of their kids' lives planned out than moms Mm -hmm. might. And so I think it's a little bit more difficult to accept the fact, you know, that you're going to be on a different journey as a dad. And so I think that there's definitely some things that we should uh, get going and and, uh, always encourage all the dads out there uh, to be, you know, a voice for your kids as well because, you know, that's a a big part of of what we can do for, for our kids. But let's let's jump into a little bit of the resources. So when we got out of the hospital, we knew nothing Yep. and we did a bunch of research. Yeah. The first week, even the day after we brought him home or the day he, we assumed or thought he had Down syndrome, I think I started researching right away. Yeah. And that was just basic questions of what Down syndrome even meant and going back to how it happened and, you know, what is our life going to look like? Not so much, well, how am I going to make him the best possible child or adult that he can be? So not these in-depth resources, I guess, when we sure. first started doing research. Um, but I will say that when we came out and told everyone that he did have Down syndrome, the Down syndrome community is one of the best communities I've ever been a part of. Like I never in a thousand years thought that it would connect us to so many incredible people. Um, even my network of people who knew of someone that had a child with Down syndrome 
They didn't hesitate to ask if they could share our name and if that person could reach out to us and offer some advice. And it was just like the snowball effect, you know, one message after another after another, which was a little overwhelming, but it was also reassuring to know that someone has been in the same spot you're in and going through something similar and that there was going to be resources if we needed. Um, And just to look at it as a positive thing that so many people are willing to reach out and help even though they don't know you. So starting with some of the Facebook resources that that you joined, um, talk a little bit about what what mom groups were on there and, and what directions you got pointed to right away. Yeah, so the first one um, that we got pointed to was Gigi's Playhouse. And I think a big part of that was because we had a local Gigi's Playhouse. Had we not had one here, I'm not sure that anybody would have ever mentioned it just because it wouldn't have been um, well known. But Gigi's Playhouse right now, it just, and it's always going to be a big part of our life. But I think Pierce at the age he is now, there's so many different activities and stuff that he can do there. So we just spend a lot of our time there. But Gigi's, um, for those of you who don't really know, and our goal is probably to go in more depth than these. If we go in depth on all these tonight, you guys, it's going to be a really, really long episode and we don't want to keep you too long. So if you guys ever, if I are going through this and you have more questions about these programs, feel free to reach out because I'm happy to get on the phone and talk to you or go in a little bit more detail on them. But Gigi's Playhouse is a, their global message is just really acceptance for all. And so they offer free educational, therapeutic-based, and career development programs for individuals uh, with Down syndrome, their families, and the community. And it's all through a like a playhouse. So they have these playhouses in 46 different states. And, and so it's awesome. a nonprofit yeah. that somebody can open up. So, you know, if someone's looking for a nonprofit to open in your area, you know, you can reach out to Gigi's and ask them and they can give you information on how to open one of these up. But they do like, I um, teach the Gigi fit there. So kids with Down syndrome just have low muscle tone. It's hard for them to do a lot of exercises. So we just work on strengthening their muscles and working on that mind body connection, which is so much fun. We have LMNOP, which goes over sign language. Um, there's music classes. There's just tons of free programs and awesome volunteers that really step in and make it what it is today. And so the whole story behind that, too, um, we got to meet the founder of Gigi's. Her name's Nancy. She's out in Chicago. We just got back from Gigi Fest this last weekend, which was a blast. Um, and her daughter, Gigi, had Down syndrome, and there was no place for them to go. And so she decided to open up her own facility, call it Gigi's Playhouse, and start spreading awareness. And it's turned into be something super awesome yeah that event that we went to was amazing Mm -hmm. so shout out to Gigi's they had their national event um and the calendars are on sale so those are basically a national calendar so if you do want one of those they're awesome we're uh are selling them because Pierce is in them so give us a shout if you would like one those are available for 15 bucks Mm -hmm. and Hoffman Estates is where it originated that was the very first Gigi's so that's why we traveled to Chicago is because that's where they had their Gigi Fest, and I think that was 16 years of Gigi Fest that's yep. been going on. So really, really cool. So definitely look in your area, see where your closest Gigi is, Gigi's Playhouse is. We recommend taking a trip there, even if it's like an hour away, because you meet so many yeah. moms. Like, that's where I met a lot of the moms, too. And I'm so thankful. I feel like in Des Moines, we have an awesome, like, we called it the two and under group, but now they're all about three years old. But I think we have a group of six or seven of us who met there, and the friendships we've built ever since are just... 
Yeah. It's awesome. And I think it, it seems like to me, and, and we've met several other people outside of that, but it seems like you do have, you know, the grade, you mm-hmm. know, that, that everybody's going into. So yeah. you, you find the parents that they're everybody's similar ages and, and you get to hang out with them. And I would encourage, you know, if there isn't a, a Gigi's uh, close to you, you know, I think finding someone that can open one would, you know, it's just super enriching for a community to have one and, you know, finding somebody that, that would be willing to open one up near you if there isn't one, um, within, you know, a couple hundred miles, cause it is worth going to check out if it is close at all. Yeah. And then leading into this, there's also the DSDN network. So the Down Syndrome Diagnosis Network. And luckily, um, Jen Jacobs, she is actually from this area. She's the one that started this network. And the mission of it is... How did we find that network? She lives here. So somebody told me, hey, my friend Jen started this network. She has a child with Down Syndrome. You should reach out to her. But was it a group on Facebook? No, it's a Facebook message. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. So someone just had messaged me and said, hey, this... You know, this resource is there and it's actually a Facebook group as well. So you can go check that out. Um, and then as well, it has a website that you can read everything. But, you know, what I love about their organization is that they their goal is to connect, support and provide accurate information for families with a Down syndrome diagnosis. So they have a pretty big staff of people um, who are there to guide you with your questions that you might have. And so I love it because they know of people in different areas of the um, of the United States. Um, every year they do a DSDN Rock and Moms retreat, and we sold T-shirts this last year, and we're able to send a mom to Nashville, Tennessee, which was a super cool experience. And I know she had just the time of her life, but you get to go meet other moms who you know are going through the similar situation as you. And next year it's going to be in Denver. But they're really all about the connection. And so when you can meet those connections, you know, we know a lot of Iowa laws when it comes to um, like the ID waiver and stuff. We'll get into here in a little bit. But if you can connect to people who live in your same state, you know how state laws are so different. um, Reach out to them and just say, hey, I have this diagnosis. I live in Texas. You know, can you connect me to anyone here? And they would love to do that for you. So the DSDN network, um, they also have... A, bo- a couple books that I highly recommend. Um, one of them is Unexpected Unexpected Diagnosis Stories by Parents. So it just kind of gives detail and people share their stories and their triumphs and just everything with a Down syndrome diagnosis. And then the next one um, is from Jen Jacobs. She wrote it. It's The Parent's Guide to Down Syndrome. And so those are two very, very good books, books I read uh, when I first received the diagnosis, and they helped me with a lot of things. So definitely check out the DSDN Network Facebook page, the DSDN Rockin' Mom Facebook page, and then those books. Um. Let's see. And then, I mean, I feel like it's just one resource after another. I swear in Des Moines, Iowa, you guys, there are a lot of resources here for like a child with Down syndrome or special needs. Like we are very lucky to live in the city. Yeah, definitely. And they've kind of, and we'll get into kind of the school district here as well, but let's jump into the, the third kind of resource that we'll, we'll talk about today. Um, what's kind of the next on the list as far as when 
early on, one of the things that we wanted to, that we wouldn't have known about if it weren't for some of these other Facebook groups um, with DSDN Network and Gigi's uh, Playhouse was the ID waiver. And so that's one thing, and it's specific to uh, Iowa, but other states have uh, very similar things. So it's something that you would definitely want to check out and look into. Um, But let's talk a little bit about the ID waiver and what that does for a family with a kid uh, with Down syndrome and kind of what you have to do to to get that because it's not something it's not something that's given to you as far as right. like we wouldn't have known about it if we didn't do our research. Yeah. So well, it, and the, the thing with the ID waiver is, you know, I wish like when you left the hospital, they were like, OK, here's this and this and this that you need to do. But it's not that way. You just have to, you know, as a parent. The biggest thing I can say is be an advocate for your child. Like you might have to put some work into this and go find the resources and ask the right questions, but the more proactive you are about it, you know, the better off it's going to be. And so everybody or a couple women messaged me and they're like, get on the ID waiver right away because there's a two and a half year wait list. Right. And I, I really didn't know. I just said, okay. So I called DHS, which love me some DHS some days, but, um, they said, okay, here's what you need to do. So I printed all these forms out, you guys. It takes a lot of time to write all the paperwork. There's tons of paperwork, but it's so worth it. So the ID waiver is called the intellectual disability waiver. So just because your child's born with a disability doesn't mean that they automatically, you know, get services. Like they, you have to prove that they have an intellectual disability. And so this ID waiver is good for um, coverage. Like if you can't get Medicaid, uh, it's it, it takes place of Medicaid. So if you can't get that. Um, and so luckily now with Pierce, you know, all of his services are covered. He gets respite care through it. And it's, it's a program that he'll be on. Now every year we have to send in some forms, but it's really not that hard at all. He'll be on it for life now. So I think after he turns 18, he's going to get on a different type of waiver with different services. But as he gets older, there's stuff um, on there for transportation. So if he needs to get around, they will pay for transportation. If he needs extra services for just his daily living, like getting dressed, cooking, you know, doing any of those things, you can hire someone to come in and help him specifically work towards his goals. Um, gosh, there's so much stuff on that waiver. It's just the things that we use right now, it's just pretty much the respite care because he's too young to get involved in a lot of the other stuff. Um, but I know it'll be a great resource and something that if you live in Iowa, you should definitely reach out to DHS or search online for the intellectual disability waiver. And real quick, for anybody that mm-hmm. doesn't know what DHS is. Department of Human Services. Okay. So they do a lot of stuff with Medicaid and um, the fun stuff, I guess. Yeah. So... Then let's jump into, so the ID waiver does a lot of stuff and provides the availability of services and resources to pay for certain services. But then also let's get into kind of the, the services and resources that our school district uh, provided uh, through some of that as well. Yeah. And so another, you know, someone also reached out to me and they said, start with AEA. So AEA is Iowa's Area Educational Agency. So in 1974, um, 
what they did was they established this to be an effective, efficient, and economical means of identifying and serving children from birth to age 21 who require special education services. So as a result of the decision, um, it's a law mandating a free, appropriate public education for children with disability. So what this means is that right when Pierce was diagnosed, we started him with AEA services. So it's through the school system. You reach out to them, you schedule an appointment, they come to your house, they, you know, assess your child to see what they think they need help with. So I know when Pierce was two months, I got him started away because I'm like, well, if there's services out there that can help me as a mom better him and him better get better in his life, you know, I'm going to take advantage of these resources that we have. And so they would come to our house, um, I think when he was that age, probably twice a week, we would work on, you know, tummy time and they would show me different ways to help him get stronger with his neck. And then we would progress to sitting and how we can make him move. Um, Initially, it was a lot, a lot of, of PT. like PT stuff, yeah. Yeah. working on um, mm-hmm. his low muscle tone. And, and we'll have an episode uh, where we dive pretty deep into you know what some of those exercises are and, and what mm-hmm. we can do later on. But but yeah, so then you know we progressed past that. And what were some of the uh, what were some of the services that are additional to the the PT stuff so like the so you got OT so we got occupational therapy we got speech therapy from it so right now you guys since he's gonna start school in in next month which is crazy he's gonna start preschool so he can start preschool at the age of three so I know a lot of kids that don't have a disability they have to wait till their potty train they have to wait for that full year so Pierce's birthday is in November so technically he shouldn't start for a whole nother year but with his disability he can start school which is I'm scared of that. I don't really want to talk about that yet. Um, It's awesome though. (laughs) It's going to be good for him. It's going to be really good. But so right now, since we're so close to him going to school, they really want to see how he's going to adapt. Um, And so we have speech coming once a week. We have OT coming once a week. We have PT coming once a week. Like it's kind of chaos here. So um, (laughs) it's just a lot right now. They're here for 30 minutes, you guys, but they are so awesome. And he sits at the table, listens to them. They do so well with adjusting to different types of kids and their levels and they can just read them so well. And so I love it because he has so much fun and it's just like a big playtime for him. But. Yeah. And we are in the Waukee School District. And so, you know, huge shout out to, to Waukee School District yeah. because it's uh, they do such a great job. And if your school district doesn't do a lot of this stuff, you know, make sure that you're contacting the right people to try to get these services implemented into your school district, because these are things that have helped Pierce so much. much. And it's amazing to see his progress. And, you know, it's always tough to say, because we did these things, like his progress was better than if we didn't, because we just never know. We don't have a a control group to say, oh, he he didn't have these services. So he, he did better. But, you know, we to see him get better week after week with things that they specifically work on is really amazing. And, you know, with our background, like we could say, oh, well, we we, we know PT. We know what he needs to be doing. But these people are experts in what they're doing, like with, you know, with little kids and kids with special needs and stuff. So that's what I was like. Well, let's take advantage. And then they can tell us what we need to do at home with him. And right. that's what helped me so much was since I'm lucky to be able to stay at home and, you know, be right by his side all the time I'm able to help do these exercises and then when Tyler comes home and 
I'm going to work. It's like he can do the exercises with him too. And so they give you tons of ideas of stuff to do at home. So it's another awesome free resource. So we balance AEA out with um, physical therapy too outside of the home. So definitely so you guys an- just another, be proactive. Another resource that basically gets taken care of through the ID waiver. Yep. And so talk a little bit about his, and I've gone to several of them and, and I've, I've been to his speech therapy and his physical therapy. Um, but you've done the majority of those appointments. And so talk a little bit about, um, the offsite, um, PT and, and speech. Yeah, I say, I mean, it's pretty similar to in home, I guess there the sessions are a little bit longer. I think it's good for him to get out of the house and into a different element too, but he (laughs) hated physical therapy. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys, it was the most embarrassing thing. I would take him. He had, I won't say her name, but, um, I loved her. She was very, very hard on him, which I'm all about that. Like just, just be hard on him because you know, sometimes they need that and hard in a good way, not hard in a bad way. But he would cry and cry, scream. Like people would come into the clinic and they'd be like, wow, that boy's not having a very bad or a very good day. And I would just shake my head like, that's my son. Like just right. scream, like the can't breathe. And it's and so it funny. it never stopped. She's like, oh, one of these days it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Never did. So then he started walking because it was during crawling. He hated crawling. Yeah. He had never crawled. And so whenever he'd have to go there, he'd have to work really hard. And Pierce is the most laid back kid ever. So when he has to do something he doesn't want to do, that's causes a lot. Of, that's a lot of work. He just doesn't want to do it. Like right. he just yeah. cries. Just so funny. So then he started walking at two. We would still go every week. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, are you sure you want us to come back? Like, should we come back next week? Cause I don't know if I can stand this. And if I can't, I'm sure you can't. She's like, Oh, I'm used to it. Bring him back. So you keep going back. And then all of a sudden he started walking right before Ivy got here. And we got, uh, he graduated from PT and then we yep. started speech like a month after that at the Which same, Which is in the same building. Yeah. Same building. Like you go in the same door. So we walk back. I go, Oh, here we go. He's going to hate it again. But he, runs back to speech like the door opens he sprints back there and goes and sits in his little chair and he loves it and i think it's because he gets to sit there yeah and just but it's it's so funny because it's so when we were back there it's it's not i think it's that he had like the appointment to go work because but all it was was play Mm -hmm. right but then now that he's we're telling him not to go back to that basically room with a bunch of toys and stuff like he'll when he sees that room he tries to dash into yeah. that room and he tries to go play on all the stuff that made him cry like the oh, yeah. a year ago it's you so know funny. it's so funny to see that and now you know now he wants to play with all the stuff that that he doesn't so I'm, th- I'm pretty sure he gets over it now but I think he was just having to work so hard on on trying to walk and trying yeah. to crawl correctly that he just did not enjoy yeah. any of yeah, that. Yeah, I thought he'd hate it when we went back for speech, but now he loves it. So, yeah. And that's going to end. So once they start preschool, he's going to go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And so with our AEA program, he is actually going to get, if he needs it, so it's an inclusive school, and we'll go into this later, but if he needs extra services, which they're looking at now, if he needs help with reading or writing or you know, eating, whatever he needs help with, they will take him to another room, help him with that. And then 
bring him back into the room. So it'll be nice because we won't have any more appointments here. All of it will be done at school right. and we won't be doing speech anymore because she says that that's just going to be too much if he's doing um, preschool and all that stuff. So that'll be kind of a nice little break for everything. But definitely we love AEA. We love all the teachers there. They do an amazing job. So check them out. And then let's see. We talked about the ID waiver, AEA. Um one of our other favorite organizations in the area is Special Olympics Iowa. And when Pierce gets a little bit older, at the age of eight, they can actually start in the Special Olympics Iowa like sports right. more in depth. Right now, they have a young athletes program that's from ages two to seven that Pierce does some days. Um, for a while there, he was really intimidated by large groups, but now he's getting a lot better with them. So I think that now that he's a little bit older and can walk better and stuff, he's going to have a lot more fun at those types of things. But what was really cool about special Olympics and they're all about the inclusion revolution and unified sports and stuff, but we got to meet Tim Shriver, who's now, the, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He came to Des Moines, Iowa. So, um, one of our athletes at crave, he is one of the, the head guys here for special Olympics, Iowa. He's just an awesome person. So we got invited to this event. So Tim Shriver, his mom is the one that started special Olympics, Iowa because she special believed, Olympics or special Olympics in Period. general. Yeah. Sorry. Cause she believed that if that people with intellectual disabilities were given the same opportunities and experiences, you know, as everyone else, they could accomplish far more than anyone ever thought possible. And so she made this, the special Olympics, which is, it's such a cool thing. And I don't know if some of you watch the, the special Olympics world games and stuff, but it just gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Cause those athletes are so amazing. But so she started it. It was Tom who's her brother was who Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Kennedy. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool thing. So Tim Shriver, he came to Des Moines. We got to meet him and yeah, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. And he's a great guy and, and their mission is amazing. And you know, they do, uh, us at Crave, we do a lot of work with, um, we have a power partner program that we work with every all year round. We have six different uh, partnerships, but we work with Special Olympics for one of those partnerships. And we actually volunteered for a uh, kids play day, which is actually in the schools. And so once they're in preschool, all through elementary school, they can come in and the special needs have a special Olympics play day, which was awesome. Um, we ended up having like 20 athletes. It was a big event for us to um, go and volunteer for this and just seeing the kids be able to run around and have their kind of field day and event, different events that kind of got them, got them a little bit of a, experience with some of the different sports that go into the special olympics so it was really cool to see all of them competing and you wrote down their scores and everybody got medals and it was it was a good time and and being able to see those kids compete and and, and together they you know together they're able to achieve all of this success and in, in all this you know different events and stuff was really really cool so so the special olympics is another big resource for anyone with with uh, special needs mm -hmm. as well and we'll we'll have another episode where we talk about inclusion a little bit and kind of what their mission is with that because Iowa and Tim Shriver was in Iowa for this to kind of make a special announcement but we'll go over some of that a little bit later yeah they they're doing awesome things and I can't wait for Pierce to get a little bit older to be you know really more active in their organization and stuff like that so 
But that's about all that we have tonight. We just kind of wanted to give you a few of our resources that we've found really helpful after the diagnosis. And what we will do is we will post these links in the podcast, like the message part of it. Yep. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll post in the So we'll post all these links to these organizations in the description. And then that way you guys can go click right on the links and it'll take you to each page. And then on Facebook, if you just search... DSDN network, it'll come up. They have an Instagram page. Um, all these, all these people or all these organizations have um, pages and stuff out there. So my biggest advice is to just be proactive, do your research, ask questions. If you know of a parent with a kid with Down, a child with Down syndrome or an adult, and you don't feel that you have enough information, always reach out. And maybe if they don't know, they can lead you to somebody who has the answer because it's an amazing community that just wants the best for everyone. So don't be shy, get out there and use the resources that and reach out to us. If you guys have any questions, um, definitely leave a note on, uh, any of our social media or, um, on the, the notes in the podcast part of, of this stuff too, because we can, if we don't have the information, we can find the information for you. Um, and we'd love to help anybody that has any questions specifically on some of these resources. And, um, we'll have all the links like Amber said. And, you know, so if you want to do some of your own research, definitely go check those out. Um, and then we'll have some of the specific, um, Facebook groups and stuff for resources that, uh, that helped us with a lot of different things too. We'll have those links in there as well. So awesome. Well, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. If you found this helpful, you know, of someone that could benefit from it, please share it with them and reach out if you need anything. Talk to you later. Bye. Viciousness and causes of success. May you have the confidence to always do your best. May you take no effort in your being generous. Sharing what you can, nothing more, nothing less. May you know the meaning of the word happiness. May you always lead from the beating in your chest. May you be treated like an esteemed guest. May you get to rest, may you catch your breath. May the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Whoa! May the road less Slap bracelet. May 
you keep the chaos and the clutter off your desk. May you have unquestionable health and less stress. Having no possessions, though immeasurable wealth. May you get a gold star on your next test. May your educated guesses always be correct. And may you win prizes shining like diamonds. May you really own it each moment to the next. Or may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Whoa. Or may the road less paved be the road that you follow. Oh. Well, here's to the hearts that you're gonna break. Here's to the lives that you're gonna change. Here's to the infinite possible ways to love you. If you believe it, then anything can happen. Go, 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 raise your glasses. Go, 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 you can have it all. I told you, here's to the hearts that you're gonna break. Here's to the lives that you're gonna change. Here's to the infinite possible ways to love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 